What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Virginia Geekdoms. Now, Ben Affleck has spoken out on the possibility of directing in the new DCU. James Gunn confirms he's directing Superman, and The Mandalorian gives us all the Coruscant we could ever want. All this and more on today's Bridging the Geekdoms. Hey, what's going on, my man? Howdy. It's your boy. It's it's your boy. <laughs> what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Bridging the Geekdoms. I am your little green dinosaur guide through this episode, and with me today, with me today, is the man Toad from Super Mario was inspired by, Colton Bird. Actually, that's probably accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Just constantly saying, that's me. That's me. (laughs) Oh, jeez. How's it been? How's it been? It's been a couple uh, weeks. Uh, yeah, this is my first day off since the last time I recorded. That's unfortunate. Yeah, so. Yeah, I love my job. I also need a haircut realizing that in this recording. I, uh, it's a little, scra- <laughs> it's a little scraggly looking, but. You yeah, know. a little scraggly. That's all right. It is. Yeah, it's it is. been an interesting couple weeks. Uh, this, this week has been really interesting. Lots of news coming out. Not so much news, just stuff to talk about when it comes to pop culture. So we're really going to be putting a big focus on the, pe- the past like, three or four days today. Uh, but for those of you who are new to the show or just simply stopping by, the first 20, 25 minutes of the show is dedicated to a few hot topics. Uh, then we discuss a main topic, the final half of the show. Today's main topic is going to be Ben Affleck and Affleck, Affleck, and I can talk Ben Affleck and him, uh, him speaking out about possibly directing in the DCU, which was a very interesting thing that came up today. But there was a lot. Like I tell you what, but you know what? Yeah, for no, here's what we're gonna do. First, the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna talk the Mandalorian because I have to say that this episode. What well, was an uh, Matto? Matto, maybe. Yeah. Did it make you Matto? <laughs> it it's no, okay. This episode has been pretty divisive amongst fans, and I don't know why because I thought it was a damn fun and cool episode. Uh, chapter nineteen. It, it's great because they decided to explore the galaxy a bit more uh, to to really show us what is going on in this moment in time of the Mandalorian of star Wars. And it also kind of alludes to the fact that Grogu still, or may not be safe as we thought, you know, we thought that after the end of season two with Moff Gideon being captured and all that, that Grogu would be safe, but maybe, maybe he's not so safe. So this episode, while it's a very ambitious episode in what they did, it is kind of split up into three parts. The, you know, it's an hour-long episode, but the first like five to ten minutes focuses on Bo-Katan and Mandalorian. The next forty minutes, forty-five minutes, is about Doctor Pershing, who was the doctor trying to uh, do the experiments on Grogu in season one, and I believe in season two, and his rehabilitation or what do they call it here uh showcasing I, I, uh, they they like take these 
people who used to be part of the empire and part of the imperials and try to bring them into the new republic and i thought it was it was really cool it was a really interesting way to kind of explore this part of the galaxy this part of history and and story of star wars that we've not really explored in live action or even in cartoons so much or animation books a little bit but this was a really interesting episode and then the final 10 minutes is back with bogatan and mando mm -hmm. so i'm going to talk about that real quick so at the end of the last episode which i i think you did watch right you you saw that yeah yeah so at the end of the episode bogatan saves mando from yeah. the waters of mandalore and we see the eye of a mythosaur and you know well it's pretty freaking cool well mm -hmm. The, this episode opens up with Bo-Katan sitting there. She still has her helmet on. She's sitting there and she's kind of just like staring off. And you can kind of tell that she's thinking about something. There's something going on in her head. And three, three 11s or not three 11. Uh, <laughs> losing my religion just playing in her head on reverse. <laughs> Nirvana. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> Mando comes to and they decide that, okay, Mando's like, I got to go back and tell my clan that, you know, I bathed in the waters. I got to give them proof so I can mm. be part of the creed again. And Bo-Katan's like, okay, well, I'll take you back to your ship and you can head on your way and we're good. Thanks. Talk to you later. So they go to head back to Bo-Katan's home or whatever you want to call it. And they get attacked by Imperial TIE interceptors. Well, and this, it's one of the coolest, if not the coolest uh, air slash space battle that I think we've ever seen in Star Wars. It was phenomenal. And there's so many badass parts. Like, Bo does some crazy shit with her ship. There's one point where the Mandalorian jumps out of her ship and is is doing, like, a halo drop to get to oh, his ship. Dope. <laughs> that's dope. It's absolutely insane. And, uh, you know, it all leads to where these TIE Interceptors actually destroy her home. Uh, they they bomb her home and it's destroyed and the only way that they can get away is to go she goes with mando mm -hmm. to his clan and that's kind of where that story stops and we jump into the other story but before i get into that when mando and bokatan get to his clan you know they they land and um vaz uh ah vizla um he He's like, what are you doing here? Like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not a Mandalorian anymore. And he's like, no, 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 no. I need to see the, the armor. I mm. bathed in the waters. I did the thing. Yeah, he and... blessed the rains down on Mandalore. <laughs> and, you know, they go and he proves to the to her that uh, that he bathed in it. Because he, he has a little vial of water he gives her. She verifies. And he's like, you are Mandalorian again. You did what you said. And then they, she looks at Bo-Katan, who's there. And she goes... Did you bathe in the waters? And she's like, yeah. She's like, have you taken off your helmet since? Bo's like, no. She's like, well, <laughs> you yeah. can be one of us if you choose. If you want to be one of us, you can be one of us. Or you can go about your business and do what you want to do. It's up to you. And you can kind of tell. I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting how they do this with them wearing helmets and masks. But you can tell that there's something going on in her head, in Bo-Katan's mm -hmm. head. Like, this could be the army I'm looking, to, looking for to use to reestablish Mandalore. And it's really interesting. It's a really cool idea and concept. And I'm hoping that's the direction they go with it. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. But then the rest of the, the episode, the, the middle, 
you know, the sandwich part uh, with Dr. Pershing's, you know, he goes through the, this rehabilitation program and uh, amnesty. It's called the amnesty program. And he, they actually have a, a scene in the opera house. That oh, we, that's dope. Yes. <laughs> it's so cool. You, but there's like a little scene where they start to show like all of these richer people in the new Republic and how they're talking mm. about how things are going in the new Republic. And they're, you know, they're like, Oh, the Republic's just one and the same as the Imperial, that kind of thing. Mm. You know, we're starting to see that maybe the Republic, you know, the, the, the way they're handling things and the way people view it aren't so different from the way the Imperials and how they view the Imperial armies and the empire. So that was a really interesting thing, but uh, they go to this little housing, this amnesty housing area for Dr. Pershing, and he meets some former Empire agents, Imperial scientists or soldiers or what have you. And one of them that he meets is a person named Kane, and she is somebody who worked on Moff Gideon's ship as well. Mm. And she kind of befriends him quickly. Uh, one of the things that Dr. Pershing misses are these like little rations of biscuits. And she goes and gets him a whole box of them and surprises him with it. And now Pershing, remember, he's a scientist and he's he really wants to, you know, he wants to be a scientist. And he was doing some work for the Empire he felt was very important. And we see his new job of like taking data files and kind of erasing data files. And he's just not having it. He doesn't like it. And he's like, I can offer so much more to the Republic if you would just let me complete my, you know, my, what I was doing, my research. And they're, you know, they're basically like, no, no, but you know, it's basically for him, it's, you can be part of the Republic and behave and follow the rules or in his mind, he can break the rules in hopes that he can better the Republic because he believes what he is doing could better the Republic. So Kane decides to help him out and they go sneak off to an old Imperial star destroyer that is being decommissioned and they sneak on to steal some lab equipment. Well, when they come off of the, the star destroyer uh, there's Republic police there and they capture Dr. Pershing, but not Kane. Because Kane turned him in mm. and she kind of turned on him and they go and they, they capture him and they, what they do when you go through the amnesty program and you don't come out like you want, they will do what's called a mind flare to you where they kind of zap you with electricity into your mind and, you know, kind of make you right with how they want you to be. And that's what they start mm -hmm. doing to him. But Kane decides to, or has the opportunity to turn the dial up a little bit and really fuck with his head and it really screws with them. So that was, I mean, the episode. It was really cool. There's this one great part. Uh, there's so, Colton, when you watch this episode, just listen to the musical cues. You're going to hear so many musical Easter eggs in this episode. It's phenomenal. Not only that, but there's this one part where one musical cue is going on. And if, and I, I think you'll notice what it is. But he's standing there. It, like, first off, Coruscant, because there, this takes place on Coruscant. Mm -hmm. It's amazing looking. This is the, the coolest live action view of Coruscant that we've ever seen. And they're kind of uh, Pershing and Kane are talking about, you know, what they miss and stuff like that and different things about where they're at. And they come up to this big rock and he's like, what is that? And Kane's like, well, that is the tallest mountain on Coruscant. That is the, the only place you can actually touch 
Ooh. the ground, the land of Coruscant. That's kind of cool. And uh, it, it is. It's really freaking cool. Like I, this episode, there's so much coolness about it. And the fact that people don't like it because it didn't focus on the Mandalorian or Grogu or, or Bo-Katan as much as it should have. It was an ambitious take. It was something that was world building. And I also think yeah. this is going to play into the overall story of what's going on. And I think that's why it's important. This is this is a lot different than what they did on the book of Boba Fett, where they decided to give an entire episode to the Mandalorian when they didn't need to do that to help yeah. the story of Book of Boba Fett. This, on the other hand, is going to help the story of The Mandalorian. It was a great episode. Absolutely yeah. great. I loved it. I really wish they came out on Fridays and not Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I just watch it on Fridays for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a yeah. loser, that's why. Yeah, but anyways, so let, I am. <laughs> let us know in the comments what you thought if you checked out the latest episode of the Mandalorian. It was great. Did you like it? Did you hate it? What did you like? What did you not like? Throw it in the comments below and let us know your thoughts. The Oscars were this past week, and I do want to talk about a couple of things real quick because it, something's got a little ridiculous. Now, basically, they all but swept, but everything everywhere all at once. You know, one best picture, best actress, best supporting actor, a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if you saw the movie yet. Some may say it was everywhere, winning all everything once. all at once. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't think it was that that good. Like, I just didn't think it was that yeah. good. I never got around to watching it. Yeah, uh, you might like it if you if you watch. I mean, I'm sure you'll like it. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a movie. I watch it. I mean, I'm more excited to see The Whale than anything else, which I know is kind of skipping ahead a little bit. Well, but... no, no, because, you know, best actor was Brendan Fraser. And that's kind of what I wanted to get to, mm. because The Whale does look like it could be an interesting movie. But, you know, he wins this best. Uh, he wins the best actor award. It should be a joyous time. People should be applauding it, should be, you know, mm. recognizing him at how great he is. But the thing is, people are turning on him, saying that he shouldn't be wearing a fat suit that people should not applaud somebody who isn't fat winning an award for playing the role of somebody that is fat. Uh, <clears throat> SJW shit. Um, <clears throat> yes. It's, it's woke bullshit. It's just people. First off, what people seem to forget is he is an actor. The yeah. definition of an actor is to play a part that they not, that they aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you if you're gonna do, well, you're gonna do that, then you gotta criticize like Eddie Murphy for wearing a fat suit and the Nutty Professor. Oh, but he didn't uh, win an award. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, he's it doesn't matter. Too. Only only those who actually find success, yeah, in what they do, should be punished for what they do. I I am so over this crap with people and they're and trying to criticize things like that. It's just so annoying, but. Yeah, I, I want to know your thought, everybody. You know, listen to your thoughts on the Oscars. I don't want to stick too much time to this because there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. But yeah, let us know your thoughts. I, I thought it was. I mean, I'm just glad. I'm glad it's the the end. Well, not maybe the end, but like the full circle of Brendan Fraser's redemption arc after being blacklisted yeah. in Hollywood. I mean, yeah, it's just it kind of like poetic justice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah, One of my survived. favorite things. One of my favorite things he ever did was that one, the one episode of Scrubs. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. crushes you, man. It absolutely crushes you. Yeah. He yeah. he survived a mummy attack like five times in the early Three. 90s. Three, Three times. times. Yeah. Or whatever. The, the Late Rock 90s, episode. early 2000s. My goodness. And and The Rock as yeah. a horrible but, CGI scorpion. Yeah, he survived all that and went to the center of the earth. Oh, man. And still got blacklisted. <laughs> 
Uh, poor guy. Poor guy. Anyway, all congrats. Right. Congrats on all the all the winners. Yeah. So moving on to the next topic. This is coming from Bounding Into Comics, which I think is a really cool website. Uh, this here, Sony. Hey. And it's Sony, a topic I can weigh in on. Yeah. <laughs> Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO allegedly, allegedly admits to intentionally stonewalling Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard. I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just don't I just want to block your merger. So do you know what's going on about the whole Microsoft Activision Sony thing? Do you know yeah, about that? Yeah, Sony's being a little bitch the bitch um, yeah they really are i, I mean think about it <laughs> like, but i mean you, you got to take a look at it from both sides here all right so one of the biggest games every single year is call of duty and for how many years did sony have the exclusive timed exclusive rights for different things on call of duty a number of years probably a decade or so and if microsoft purchases activision and blizzard they will have all of Call of Duty. They will be in charge of Call of Duty. And here's the thing. They, you know, Microsoft has stated, not necessarily with Activision and Blizzard, but when they got Bethesda, Microsoft has stated that these games will run best on our product, on our Xbox, on our computers. It will run best, which makes sense because they own the company. Yeah. But Sony's, a, Sony's afraid of that. Sony's worried that they think that they're going to sabotage Call of Duty for the, the PlayStation if that happens. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Microsoft has been a big proponent of cross-platform gaming, and yeah. Sony's been not wanting to do it. There's some games that you can, some games that you can't. I think that Microsoft, one thing that Microsoft would do is push for cross-platform gaming for Call of Duty if this, if this went through. And I don't think Sony wants to do that. I think that's one problem. But what are your thoughts? Like, go ahead and give your thoughts real quick. I'm gonna give you the. Uh, I'm gonna give oh, you the stage oh. here, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let me maneuver this right this way. <laughs> All right. So, pretty much, like, I feel like Sony at this point is just. Oh shit! I'm the only one on here. Hi. Uh, I want to thank you know Jesus for this award for this and uh, yeah everything. But anyway, so I, I think Sony is more insecure with its own products at this point. The want to block a, a merger. They have no faith in themselves because honestly, Xbox has done not, well. Microsoft has really done nothing to kind of stop whatever you know merger they've done uh, crossovers with the Switch and everything else. It's just Sony being insecure about itself. And I'm not sure if if Bob shared this on the social media or whatever, but somewhere that that Microsoft could push uh, Sony to you know show the deals that they've had for their exclusives and how much money they shelled out and everything really kind of harming sony in the long run because it's going to really show kind of how sony's just kind of been shady about everything and honestly sony can't doesn't really offer anything more than its exclusives at this point everything that's good is either on microsoft or cross-platform to begin with you can only go so long on movies that are video games such as like <laughs> the last of us and god of war <laughs> And I mean, you, you really can't like Hogwarts yeah. is cool and all. But again, it's more of a movie than a video game. Not that yeah. I complain. I'm still going to play. I thought, it, I thought Hogwarts was on both. Isn't that cross or isn't that on multi-platform? Yeah, I'm I pretty sure know. it's multi-platform. Oh, yeah, whatever. I have it on PS5. Well, <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I, I mean, when you when you get down to it, I, I, I can understand Sony's worry, but they should but, not microsoft is trying to be like look we'll give you a 10-year deal we'll give you this we'll give you that just so this deal goes through and i think sony's a little worried I, this would be a huge deal for microsoft but we can't we can't fool ourselves here 
because the gaming industry has changed drastically drastically over the last 10 years microsoft is not in the video game console business microsoft is in the subscription business subscription and pc really well no i mean even on the pc side they want subscription you know when it comes down to if you even take a look at non-xbox brand stuff you take a look Mm. at their their office products it's subscription based you take a look at the xbox they want you to get game pass that's what they want that's where they're making their money they want game pass and the only way that they can keep making game pass a a successful option and one where people are going to want to buy into that is they need to get games they need to get titles in that Mm -hmm. so if they were to give this activision blizzard deal will go through they would get all the call of duty games on their game pass which would be huge for them yeah absolutely huge sony's worried about that that's one thing they're worried about because sony they don't have a good subscription service so when you get playstation 5 you know, yeah, you got a subscription service to some of their first party titles, but that's about it. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't have anything else. They don't have anything much, anything else. And that's what's going to draw people to the Xbox more because they're going to say, well, I can get an Xbox. And with that great deal where you get an Xbox and Game Pass for $35 a month for two years, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's not a bad deal. And you flat out don't have to buy any games. You get exactly. what, like 300 or 250 or something like that. Exactly. Right out the gate. It's it's not a bad deal. So that I think is where Sony, I know that they keep talking about, you know, they're worried about the, you know, oh, it's not going to be as good of a game. First off, that would be a shot in the foot to Microsoft if they allowed Activision to make a lesser game. And not a lesser game, but a game <sighs> that just doesn't work as well on, on the PlayStation. They wouldn't yeah. do that. Because yeah, this, is, this is no different than how they've handled PC gaming over the years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, why would you make two separate games? And in all honesty, whoever owns it currently is just making cookie cutter games anyway. True. So, I mean, what, what's and the matter? The only thing that I could think would be, is an interesting aspect of this. So what is one thing that happens at the beginning of a, of a console generation or before the console generation starts about a year, two years beforehand you start to get these um, units sent out to developers. And if Microsoft Mm -hmm. is a developer of one of the biggest games that is out there, Microsoft will have their hands on a PlayStation 6 and a PlayStation 7, you know, before, you know, they even have to show anybody their Xbox, their next Xbox. That could be another thing that Sony's worried about. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at Sony. I get the issues yeah. they have, but uh, damn, if, if I don't want Microsoft to get this Activision deal done. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, even having the console ahead of time, you can't really improve. I mean, they're basically PCs at this point anyway. You're not really yeah. improving too much of anything. They're the same thing, just in a different case. True. So, True. I mean, I think it's just Sony being Sony. Yeah, you're but be- always- you're but better because you don't have to put batteries in your controller. I mean, we'll just—I don't have it up here. We're just getting an elite controller. You know, you don't need a battery then exactly. with the elite controller. But be an adult. <laughs> but you know, what you really got to think of is if there's those little things that each system has that's new that is completely different and and really just for that system. Uh, for the PlayStation, you take a look at that controller. You know, with the the touchpad on it last. Uh, what was that on PlayStation Four? You know, yeah. the touchpad. They the have it now. Sense. 
Yeah. They have that now. Yeah, you didn't play Astro. Oh, you don't have a PS5. I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, anyway, if you are interested, look at my TikTok. I do a review of Astro's World, which deep dives into the controller settings. But, but then also think of this: Microsoft can then could then piggyback off their VR as well. Yeah. Well, so yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot that's this is this is a lot bigger than I think people people realize, and I don't know why they didn't make a big deal about it with Bethesda. You know when they when they bought Bethesda or Obsidian, because I think that with the exception of Call of Duty with this Activision deal, and you know th that's the only worry there that I think Sony has game wise yeah. is Call of Duty. But you know everything else that I just mentioned that should have been a worry for them all the way back in that other deal a couple years ago. Yeah, well, I mean they know Bethesda is only going to release a game once every fifteen years, so. <laughs> unfortunately come on yeah. where's where's skyrim six at damn it yeah where's yeah. Six, Elder well, no. six. <laughs> no, you're right the skyrim were released the sixth time <laughs> no, i think they're on 12 man yeah I, it's it's, it's ridiculous i mean i did buy the game 12 times but you know. <laughs> well that's just dumb. That's just dumb i own call of duty on like every console too or not call of duty uh gta 5 on like every console too yeah, I did. I bought that twice too. Actually, yeah. I think I bought it three times because I think I bought it on my on my no, I bought it twice. I bought it on my Xbox One, and then uh, I bought it digitally for my Series Xboxes. <laughs> I bought it. I pre-ordered it for the 360, and then I bought it for the what was it, the One, and then I bought it digitally on the PlayStation Four, and then I bought it for the new wave of consoles. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I have a mild form of autism. Uh, just a mild, mild form. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on what's going on with this Sony and Microsoft and Activision deal. It's all pretty interesting. And I want to, like yeah. I said, I, I want them to uh, get this deal put through. I really do. But it may not happen. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> to be honest, I really wouldn't. All right. So yesterday, Zack Snyder decided to break the Internet. And fans around the world misconstrued what he was trying to say and uh he did it with this here april 28th 29th and 30th save the date yeah so that mm. so he posts that and hashtag full circle and people freak out. Oh my God! Spiderverse. And uh, no. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I was gonna no. say that that was a very easy, uh, just hype thing there. Yeah. Um. Where is it at? Let's go my profile. Anyway, while, while you're looking at that, have you been watching any of you season four? I know you said you and your lady friend were watching it. No, not yet. We actually uh, are in the middle of, or we're towards the end of watching the blacklist. And once we're done with that, we're gonna get into you. Uh. Well, the, I'll, I'll give a little little thing here. Uh, it is nothing like the first three seasons. Oh. Okay. Literally nothing. I, I mean, it's a mild spoiler, but not really. It's a murder mystery. Interesting. For the first half of the season. I don't know. We didn't start the second half, but it's very disappointing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so Zach then today teases again and posts not on Twitter, but on his Vero uh, this here. And it's, uh, you know, Superman from, I believe that's Batman versus Superman. MOS, BVS, ZSJLA, Life is a Cycle from, what does that say? 
something uh, from birth to death to rebirth. And so the hero's journey is a cycle as well. A continuous journey of growth and transformation, April 28th, 29th and 30th. Ah, he so, teased the moss. <laughs> <laughs> so what this is, what this is, is Snyder con. He had a Snyder con a couple years ago that he held where they watched man of steel and Batman versus Superman. And, uh, I think they, you know, talked about anything and everything Snyder has ever created. That's what they talked about there. And that's what this is. They're probably going to watch Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Zack Snyder's Justice League at the convention one a day, as you know, 20, 29, 30th, and have a discussion on it and talk about all things Zack Snyder films and, and what have you. And I'm sure he'll probably show a teaser, you know, first mm -hmm. glimpse at his upcoming film, Rebel Moon. But people are thinking that there's going to be an announcement for the restoration of the Snyderverse. But then there's another section of people who are saying, no, this is him giving closure to the Snyderverse, that he's going to show these three films. He's going to sit there, talk to everybody about it and say, you know what? I've wiped my hands clean. We're moving forward. Rebel Moon, the Dead series over on Netflix. That's what we're focusing on. Everybody, thanks for your support. Time to move on. That is most likely the bet, you know, the, the, what's going to happen. I hope I do hope nah. that's what happens because I think he has to, at this point, he has to just say it's done guys. It's done. Yeah. Move on. And, and, and the drama. I mean, well, he's teasing something. Can we sue him? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. He's teasing. Yeah. Well, only if it doesn't happen. That's well, no, we can... Henry Cavill was in that promotional thing. He can we sue him? He's he's not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, it's the same logic. Look, I people were dumb. <laughs> we know that people were dumb. Yeah. Well, we got a comment. What is the comment? Hi, hi, Derpy Entertainment. Derpy Entertainment. I want to die just because there's audience of DC fans that are salty idiots that haven't moved on. I think they should sue him in our Thank you. Thank you. Also, really cool logo. <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, but with a, with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber. That's, that's dope. And a mask. Yeah. He also would be a Sith. That's that's fully canon though. <laughs> I I've 100 percent shipped that. Anyway. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh yeah, so that's what's going on. And and I kind of wanna all right, first off, whew, there's a lot that's going on with the Snyderverse stuff today, so I'm sorry I'm going to probably lose my mind here in a few minutes, it's but okay. people need to calm the frick down. Like, it, it's that simple. I know, I know. Frick. I said frick, it's okay? Serious, I said frick. No, people really need to calm down because we have... We know what's going on. This this want and desire for the Snyderverse to continue. It's just not gonna, it's not gonna happen. It's not. Derpy says, I'm just disappointed, fellas, as a DC fan. And you know, I Honestly, get that. I feel like the whole community's kind of the ones I, that have common sense are at that point as well. I get that. So, you know, before I move on, real quick, everybody, let me know your comments on what Snyder is teasing. Because personally, I think if you know, if if He's he's utilizing he's using his fans here. What he's doing is he used Darkseid's voice to get fans excited, you know, and, and the fact that he's doing that, he knows what excites fans. And he knew yesterday that people were going to say, oh, it's restoration of the Snyderverse. And then he comes out today and basically says it's not. He knows what he's doing. He's using the fans to build hype, to build, uh, you know, trends on Twitter and such. It's yeah. ridiculous. 
So let me know your thoughts on that. But Derpy, let me tell you something here, because there is reason to have hope and to not be so disappointed. Superman Legacy has found its director. James Gunn has confirmed he will be directing the upcoming Superman, Superman Legacy film. The timing of this official announcement was great because he did it yesterday after Zach posted his little video tease thing. And people are pissed. The nice. Snyder community is pissed. They're like, how dare he? How dare he post about this the day that uh, the um, you know Snyder does what he does? So I don't know. Let me know your thoughts here, Colton. I want to hear what you have to say about this because I think it's really interesting. And and uh, yeah, go ahead. I wonder if it was like literally almost, oh my God, I'm here again. Hi. I want to thank everybody for being here. Um, love you. I love you guys. Um, please. Anyway, I'll do a sh little shameless self plug here because I never get the screen on me. It's so exciting. Uh, look at my TikTok at White Ruby 50. On my TikTok at White Ruby. Well, oh my God, if I could talk. White Ruby 53. Um, I do post some like facts and some weird gaming stuff. Hope hopefully able to dive in there uh, here soon. Um, I don't have an option to pull up your uh, comment here, Derby, but uh, uh, he says we're headed in a good direction. Guns DCU and this 10 year old project that focused on visual aspect more than storytelling still has support. Really just disappointed. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the Snyderverse as a whole was. Oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> um, you know, Snyderverse as a whole, it was just a mess from the beginning. And I mean, I'm glad it finally got to see and come full circle and kind of got to see somewhat of the story we were going to see. But uh, anyway, anyway, sorry, that whole side tangent about that. Um, I, I mean, I feel like he's just doing it to almost uh, James Gunn's announcing this almost to directly uh, counteract, uh, you know, Zack Snyder, like he said. But also, I feel like this film, no matter how good it is and how well it's perceived it's still going to get review bombed and people aren't going to see it just because um yeah i grant derpy i agree james gunn was like f that guy stop giving money to him for terrible storytelling i mean i wouldn't say st horrible storytelling if it was never touched and you know kind of kind of like the uh like the sequel trilogy in Star Wars, like if they would have just stuck with one person, like J.J. Abrams just telling the whole story, I feel like it would have been better instead of like, you know, meddling with it and changing everything and just putting up a fight the whole time. It would have been a better story. Uh, but I keep just talking. I'm rambling at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like no matter how well this movie is or how good it is, it's just it's just going to do bad because, you know, they'll just review bomb or not see it and it won't make any money. And then it'll just die. Here's the thing. James Gunn, I don't think necessarily did it to get at Zack Snyder, but I think he, he doesn't want the focus of the DC brand on the past. And that's the problem. Everybody's so damn worried about the Snyder verse right now. That yeah. is the past. James Gunn, the head of DC Studios, the person who is going to be the future of DC films for the next ten, four years at least, possibly 10 years, he wants you to focus and look forward to what he is doing, what they're doing, not the past. And that's why he posted that yesterday, yeah. because he's like, this is the future. This is what we should be excited about, not the past. That's the thing. Uh, looking through derpy stuff, how there's yeah. 
he goes, Derpy goes, I was sharing or hoping Spielberg direct this instead of Gunn and co-produce just to focus on the bigger picture. You don't see Foggy directing. Here's the thing. There's a big difference between Foggy and James Gunn. James Gunn is a director. He's a writer director. He is a very intelligent man when it comes to comics and storytelling. That's why he does fit. He does fit well in a similar role as Foggy. Foggy has been a producer since like 1998, I think 99. I mean, he's been around forever as a producer, and if he ever wanted to direct, I'm sure he would, but I don't think he wants to because he is happily in a producer role, producing role. And that happens a lot of times. There's Kathy Kennedy's out there. There's, I, I can't think of any others right now, but there are producers out there. DeLuca, they're producers. That's what they do. They produce. They don't direct. They don't have an eye for directing. James Gunn has an eye for directing. He's a good writer. And I guess we'll see how he does in expanding and creating a universe it's going to be interesting to see what happens i'm looking forward to that but i i I think it's great that we finally have a director finally yeah i mean i'll quote kyler right on this one (laughs) i think he's talking about kathy kennedy i agreed um i'll (laughs) I'll quote kyler right on this one let the past die kill it if you must yeah and that's what and honestly that's what uh zack snyder needs to do what the 28th 29th the 30th yeah or at least the 30th i hope he does because it's important that he tells his fans it's time to move on because there's so much hatred and divisiveness in the name of his Snyder. That's what people don't understand. This is all in the name of Snyder. Everybody's throwing this hate and anger around in the name of Snyder. Do you really think Zach wants that? If he does shame on him, but you know, I don't think he does. No, I mean, honestly, at this point, like, you know, closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And that's how Zack Snyder has to treat it. Like, I don't care if you go see the other DC films, but God, let my vision die. Yeah. Like, it, it's come and gone. Yeah. All right. Well, one more thing I want to talk about before we move on to the final uh, topic, the main topic of the day. Shazam comes out tonight, actually. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Oh, way to go. Dating the episode. Way to go. <laughs> But I want to talk about the box office predictions because there's a lot of people out there freaking out about the box office and uh, trying to say that, oh, this movie's going to do terrible. Now, let's let's take a look at um, let's take a look at what's it called? Uh, The first Shazam. It it cost one hundred million dollars to make and it made just under four. I think it was like three hundred and seventy million dollars. And it was a success. That is a success because it, it made almost four times as much as it as it costs to make it that's a success and for those people not seeing it and anyone that think it's good please stop what are you talking about derpy not seeing what shazam it's unfortunate but i'm waiting for that lightning bolt yeah so worldwide the first one ended with 366 million opening weekend it made 53 million uh ended 140 million domestically and people are sitting there saying that this one's going to flop. This one's going to fail. Well, it turns out that it also cost $100 million to make. So if it makes at least worldwide $366 million, it will be considered a success. Of course, you do want to see a sequel go up. You don't want to see it go down or stay stagnant. But if it made that $366 to $400 million, I think it would be a success still. And uh, we could see Shazam, this version of Shazam, kind of, you know slide over into the james gunn universe in some form or fashion the thing is i think the reason why this is going to do so well and i'm not going to sit there and say i'm not going to sit there and say that this movie is going to be 
you know, a billion dollar movie. But I think it can do better than the first one for a couple reasons. One, people just want a good old fun comic book movie right now. We haven't had that in a while. Ammon and the Wasp wasn't that. Doctor Strange wasn't that. You know, Batman wasn't that. Black Adam wasn't that. We haven't had a good fun comic book movie in a while. What about Suicide Squad? That's that was a while ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was before the Suicide Squad was before Spider Man came out. Oh, well, I mean, it's still still relatively recent. Like two over like two years ago. Come That's on. still recent. Brah! People are hung up on the Spider-Verse. That thing started in 2013. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I, I do think this will be a hit that Warner Brothers and DC needs right now. And I hope it is. I think it needs to be because it needs to it it there needs to be a jumping off point for people to mm. be excited about DC content again. And I, I want it to be this. I do. I, I hope it is. I'm I'm not I probably won't get a chance to see it this weekend. I really want to. If I find three or four hours to take the drive to go see it, I'm going to do it. Otherwise it'll probably be next weekend. I, I check it out, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's going to be successful from what uh, you've been seeing and hearing? I mean, maybe hopefully it is. I mean, I like good movies. I mean, I'm a sucker for really anything. Yeah. F this new movie. Yeah. Um, it's a dumb, it's a dumb movie. Not even Canon. Canon. No. I mean, technically, uh, but anyway, not that's neither here nor there. I, I hope it does well. I mean, I, Shazam, the first one, I didn't really mind too, too much. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it kind of needs to step out of the coming of age tale like the first one was. I don't know and how you I you had do fun that. with the first one. I did, too. But I don't know how you kind of step out of the first ones like very clearly coming of age like this kid's dealing with some stuff and then he gets his powers <laughs> copes with it and everything. Like, where do you step up from that? Like, he's already pretty much done that in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. but anyway it's neither here nor there i do have a question for you though because you're on more on this than i am because you know i live at work and do legal things now uh is the suicide squad technically part of guns dcu do you uh, think it could, it could slip in there <laughs> i think i think <laughs> certain aspects can be taken out of it and be like utilized. obviously Amanda, Wa Amanda waller and peace walker peace walker peace walker <laughs> Gee, i can't talk uh, Peacemaker, Amanda Waller, and some of the characters are definitely going to move yeah. over. Jenna, Jenna Holland, his wife, who plays a character, and she'll be moving over. Uh, but I think, I don't think that that movie as a whole will be. I, I truly believe that when it comes time for Superman Legacy, I, I truly believe it's going to be a completely mm. fresh restart, new canon. Yeah, like the, the new overall story moving yeah. from there on. See, I didn't know if he was, was going to like retcon it and make it part of it. Yeah. As yeah. we silently read the comment. No, no. I, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I just shut up mid-sentence and started reading. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, audio <laughs> listeners. I, uh, I definitely I screwed up on that one. Um, I, I'll read it. I'll read okay, it. go ahead. I, yeah, already, yeah, I already read it like twice in silence, so. Uh, still great movie. I'd rather watch James Gunn, the Suicide Squad, over, over, over again, and then ever watch anything after No Way Home except for Wakanda Forever, Loki, and WandaVision. And I still have not watched Wakanda Forever. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't put yourself through that. Yes, don't do it. it. I haven't watched that yet. So don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it is the. <laughs> it, I think it's the most boring marvel movie to ever it's, come out i mean with chad i, I figured it was just going to turn into a filler movie with uh chadwin 
or yeah, was it Chad? Chad Winslow. Chad Bozeman. Yeah, there we go. I can't. I can't talk. I figured after his like sudden death, they were like, uh, they're gonna scream for forty five minutes. We're gonna drag <laughs> out the freeze. I mean, we're gonna drag out the villain fight for twenty five episodes. <laughs> no, that's Creed three. Michael B. Jordan copied Dragon Ball Z for Creed three. Damn it. <laughs> some of the fight scenes there there are moments in the fight scenes that are pulled directly from dragon ball that's kind of dope though yeah yeah i know did you see the new dragon ball movie i haven't yet I haven't. it's all it's on amazon know. prime it's 15 dollars oh, i'm not paying 15 bucks for it right now oh dude i bought it <laughs> <laughs> hands down i think i is it good i only watched halfway through it well what the hell I've been working like 12 hour days what's I, boring so. is hating the movie because chadwick wasn't recast the only problem was the cgi I mean, I didn't. I, I'm not hating the movie because that that he uh, he got recasted or whatever. I just feel like it was so sudden that the the story was going to suffer no matter what they tried to do with it. Personally, I think they should have recast. I do. I think they should have recast him. And uh, with that, I think that they should have not focused. Basically, they there was too much filler in the movie. Like they could have cut a good 30 to 45 minutes of that movie and it's in the movie would have worked better not great but better and there's just too much in that movie for no damn reason and they should have just recast chadwick boseman that's what they should have done yeah because i personally in my opinion the role of black panther the role of, of t'challa is bigger than, than, than chadwick boseman yeah bigger it's kind of like person. a you know a james bond-esque character um, uh, I mean, too right. bad they killed Michael B. Jordan. I could have totally just slipped him right in there. Well, uh, sure. Um, maybe there's a hint to that. Uh, or anyway, hey. so <laughs> before we move on to the next topic, let us know in the comments what you think of whatever we were just talking about. Uh, Shazam! There we go. Yeah, Shazam, <laughs> Shazam and then Dragon Ball Z and then Creed and then. But before we get things. into the final topic, here is a message from our sponsor. Hello Fresh. What's going on everybody? Are you looking for an easy way to eat well and save money in 2023? I tell you what, you should cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant quality meal right in your own kitchen. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasoned recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit to try hellofresh just click the link below for a special limited time discount plus free shipping what are you waiting for try hellofresh today oh sorry <laughs> it was dancing. As i'm just like dead staring at the screen <laughs> all right we're gonna get into the final topic here uh we went a little long with everything else so Let's talk about this. This hey, is huge news. Good content, though. Good content. Yes. All right. Ben Affleck on directing in the new DCU. He was talking with The Hollywood Reporter. And a little article came out today. He goes, I would not direct something for the James Gunn DC. Absolutely not. I have nothing against James Gunn. Nice guy. Sure, he's going to do a great job. I just wouldn't want to go in and direct in the way they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. And holy crap, did the internet explode? And the Snyderverse fans boom. came. The Snyderverse fans. James Gunn lied. He lied. Back in <laughs> December of 2022, James Gunn said 
that he talked to Ben Affleck and that Ben Affleck was interested in directing. They just had to find the right project. So, now, now, three months later, Ben Affleck comes out and says, no, I'm not, I, I don't want to direct anything there. I'm not going to. Oh, damn it. James Gunn lied. Sue him. That's it. I'm over sue it. Sue him. He, he, sue him. It was teased. Sue him. I'm over it. People are fucking ridiculous. Agreed. That is literally that is literally the fight that they are saying on Twitter. Over on social media, that like it's all people are saying. James Gunn is a liar. He lied. Let me see if I can find this here. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. People need to quit getting hung up on things like Mar. You know how many times Marvel has fumbled the ball with directors and stuff like that. Like this thing happens. This- so Luis Centeno's show retweets James Gunn's tweet from March 1st. Again, I've never once lied to the fans and never will. That doesn't mean I will never go to change my mind about anything. He goes, this didn't age well. You lied about Henry Cavill, Patty Jenkins directing Superman, Ray Fisher, Ben Affleck, and much more. You said you didn't get rid of Gal Gadot. I bet that'll lie also. You're a liar. That's... <laughs> <laughs> argument completely defunded there look look people change their minds so let's say back in december okay i can't speak for james gunn i can't speak for ben affleck here but what i can say is nowhere in what ben affleck said nowhere in what james gunn said insinuates that james gunn lied nowhere what that means all of this <laughs> what this all In December of 2022, before everything was figured out on what was going to happen with the new DCU, James Gunn, I'm sure, sat down with anybody and everybody who was recently or currently connected to the DC universe to say, hey, this is what's going on. We're going to be changing some things up. And I'm sure in that conversation with Ben Affleck, he's like, yeah, man, I love directing. I I, kind of want to stay in directing. You know, if, if there's something, maybe we can figure something out. That is a conversation they very well could have had. Let's say January or February comes along and James Gunn's like, hey, man, you know, I got an idea for some movies. Here's the movies I'm making. Is there anything here that you want to make? And they could have sat down and hashed out what would have been done, needed to be done, what the tone is they're going for, how they want to do this. And Ben Affleck could have sat back and said, you know what? I'm not into this idea. I don't think this is going to fit for me. And that's that. That's literally what could have happened. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go on the freaking limb here and say that I'm 95 to 99% sure that is what happened. It probably is. But the problem is everybody wants to go and they want to pick out anything that they can twist to facilitate anger and hate towards James Gunn in the name of Zack Snyder. That's all they fucking do. This movement this crowd of people who for three years cried artistic integrity respect hustle loyalty and respect you know accountability over entertainment Ah, that's what they were all doing that's that's all they were doing turn around and an artist gets hired no we don't want him no he can't no he's not giving us what we want we can't let him have artistic integrity. No. Fire him. Get rid of him. 
I'm not laughing at you. Just derpy entertainment's Ben Affleck is a doo-doo head comment. <laughs> why? Why? Why is Ben Affleck a doo-doo head? I like Affleck. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Affleck. Affleck didn't do anything wrong here. I'm sorry. That was the worst time to decide to read that comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. Don't mind me. <laughs> I don't know if I can now. I don't know if I can. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I will check myself before I wreck myself. Here's Ugh. the thing. Look, if you're somebody who's out there who pushed for James Gunn to get fired, if you continuously push this narrative of, of hate and anger towards him and the new DC Studios, I'm going to come out and say you are, if not equal to, Worse than Jeff Johns, Josh Whedon, Whedon, Toby Emmerich, and Walter Hamada. And you want to know why you're just as bad, if not worse? Because you fought against everything that they did that you are now doing. And that is why you're worse. It's the hypocritical woke culture. It, exactly. It is the hypocritical woke culture. This idea that, hey, right now, I'm all for it. But over here, I'm not for it. Yeah. they flip-flop they just constantly it's, change their minds it, it, it's good over here but when it inconveniences them that's when all the rules suddenly start applying yeah that's i mean that's just literally the world since 2018 but yeah <laughs> that's a different topic for a different show on a different day so the snyder fandom continues their unnecessary fight against dc studios and james gunn instead of supporting artistic integrity and artist free uh, artist vision they demand what they want, proving to be no better than the previous Warner Brother regimes. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been going to town on Twitter today with this. And I know I said I was going to stop with the Snyderverse stuff. I know I was said that I was going to do that. But it just pisses me off because the people, they all they want to do is, is twist this, twist anything James Gunn says into being hateful and spiteful and negative. Like the yeah. dude, the dude could come out and have the cure for cancer, have proof that China started the pandemic, have proof that Joe Biden is an alien and people would sit there and say he's lying. Like that is literally what James Gunn did. Like there's nothing he can do to win. There's nothing. And it's a damn shame because he is a good writer. He is a good director. Yeah. Is he great? No. I'm not going to say, like, I liked his first Guardians. I'm not a big fan of the second Guardians. I liked the Suicide Squad, but I didn't think it was great. I liked Peacemaker. I liked what he's done. He's not great. He's not on the same level as a Spielberg. No. Or Scorsese, a Tarantino. But he's a good movie maker. There's no reason for people to be so pissed off and upset about this. It, it, that's what just it, I don't know why it pisses me off so much it just does uh, it's because it doesn't make sense I mean honestly it's something that you can't really <sighs> not that one the one below it <laughs> this guy got jokes this guy got jokes Derpy decides to say he found the cure for cancer cancer he says it's the blood of the Snyder cult <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not hearing a no. I'm not hearing a no. We got to try it for science. Isn't that what science is founded on? You got you got tested at least once. Um, I don't even remember what I was gonna say now. 
I, I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, I, I feel like we should just give them a shot. Everybody needs to grow up. We, we don't always get our way. We don't always get what we want. Sometimes change is good and you can fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the, the right best there. way to do it. Just go <laughs> yeah. fuck yourself. That's really what it comes down to. And uh, I wish I could find it here because there's there was a great, you know, it, it, is it this one here? But I mean, I, I, I just this. Oh, go ahead and say it. Yeah, I mean, go for it, Derpy. Wait, go, what's go the, for it. I've been not? laughing at you all episode. Why not? Fire away at me. Um, but yeah, shameless, uh, shameless plugs here. Go ahead and use our HelloFresh thing that we. <laughs> Snyder cultist. Do you bleed? You will. <laughs> um. Yeah, I forget what I was gonna say now. Uh, something about oh, you use our HelloFresh stuff. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that um, thing. <sighs> yeah, I think everybody should just calm down about it. Just go see it. At worst, you're not going to like it. Don't go see the second movie or go. Don't go follow the new thing or whatever. That's, go live in the past. Like if, if that's the thing, what you love isn't going away. It's still there. You can watch those through. Oh, but we want more. Okay, well, you guys, watch, the, you, watch the first Shazam. Watch Aquaman. Watch. You Wonder guys Woman. hitched your wagon to the wrong horse because you guys wanted live action, live action, live action, live action, and not only that, but you mistreated the studio. I get what the old regime did was bullshit. The way they treated Ray Fisher, the way they treated Gal Gadot, the way that, that everything was handled in 2017 was terrible. But when the regime changed, instead of saying, thank you for releasing the Snyder Cut, we would love more. What can we do to see more? You guys became hate, hateful, spiteful, just toxic and just spouted off nonsense and then the regime changed again and instead of saying you know what this is new people these are new people these aren't the same ones that screwed screwed us over before these are new instead of starting fresh and new you continued that spitefulness for no damn reason no reason at all and what happens black adam fails shazam is probably gonna fail Everything that could have led to more Snyderverse content, you decided yeah. to say, fuck it, I'm not going to watch it, and it failed. Yeah. I think Warner Brothers should make a deal with Elon Musk to where Snyder should lose his Twitter and all his fans. He doesn't really use Twitter all that much, though. He uses Vero. Yeah. He reposts and everything he posts on Vero. Not everything, but most things he reposts from Vero to Twitter. He's a big... I think he's like a... He, he has some kind of deal with Vero to be almost solely yeah. on that, which I'm not a big fan of that that app or that site. I've tried to use it. It's just not for me. Uh, but Also, I wouldn't go near Elon Musk. Every business decision he's made of late has seemed to be dying. So I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't associate with him on a business level. There's a bunch oh. of crap in my water. I think I'm going to stop <laughs> drinking that. It's a it's it's. <laughs> It's it's the Snyder fans. They're coming oh, after you. True. Yeah, they're coming. They're they're coming after me. <laughs> they're putting chemicals in the water. It's turning Bob freaking gay. No.
Oh, yeah. it's a sh it's a shame that guy just got sued to oblivion. <laughs> oh man, Alex Jones was was a was a national treasure. Is a national yeah. treasure still in a way, but yeah, yeah, had a lot more hits than misses. So let's just let's go there. <laughs> we'll ignore Sandy Hook. <laughs> the tears. <laughs> I don't even get it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. This, I feel like this, this was a good one. This was this a good episode one. went off the rails a little bit, but that's all right. It was a good time. Definitely yeah, a good time. that's what it is. It's not about the journey. It's about the friends you make along the way. I thought you said you, I, for like my brain thought you said the French you make along the way. I was uh, like, what? You make, yeah, you make good dressing. Whatever. <laughs> it's about the dressing you make along French, the way. French dressing. Yeah, French yeah, no dressing. No G. No G. Dressing. Dressing it. Busting it down sexual style in the kitchen. And make sure you check out our merch store. Uh, link is down below. You can get some cool shirts, stickers, bottles, all that fun stuff. You know, help help keep the lights on here. Be nice. Yeah, you Very see. Nice. No, yep. Uh, somewhere over there. it is. I got light that. there, 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 there. I'm there. not that fancy. <laughs> if I turn off these two lights, it's dark. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, man. But this was a good episode. Thank you all for watching and hanging out with us. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. Hit subscribe. You can scan that little QR code for all of our stuff and stuff and stuff. I think that's what it is, right? Stuff and stuff. Yeah. yeah stuff so, and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Uh, email us, all that jazz. Uh, wait, Derpy says something. It's not S, fellas. It stands for boycott. It, boycott hating, not hope. It's not an S. And for boycott hating, and that's what it is. Yes, yes. Dan Superman and his boycott hating. Yeah, that's Henry Cavill. Sue him. <laughs> sue him. Sue them all. Yeah, when in doubt, sue. <laughs> when in doubt, sue. All right, I think I think that's about it. I think we got to call it. We got to call it here. I think. Hold on. Yeah, we got to call it. So everyone, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Oh, excuse me, man. Whew. All right, <laughs> with all this, guys. I'll talk to all of you later.